If there's one thing that you take away from listening or watching today's podcast, it's that only you can decide how hard something is going to be. You are in control of deciding how difficult that thing is going to be on you. I'm so glad you're here today. Welcome, I'm Christine, your host, and this is another episode of Everyday Badassery, a traveling podcast that's stories from the field while I'm traveling to inspire you to be just a little bit more badass today than you were yesterday. And in last week's episode, we heard from Lou, AKA Meatball, AKA my boyfriend, and a really tough time that he went through. And in today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing my side of that story and some of the learnings that I had. And in case you missed that episode, the short story of it is that in April, earlier this year, in April, 2021, Meatball got really, really sick. And for reasons we don't know. And for about a four month period of time, there were moments in which I honestly felt like he was not going to make it. He was insanely sick and on a daily basis was on a 10 out of 10 scale of pain. And it was one of the most difficult moments of my life to watch somebody who I really, really love literally deflate before my eyes as he lost 35 pounds in the period of two weeks and was so bedridden that he could not use his hands. He could barely see and he was barely recognizable. Those are really tough times, but there are a couple badass moments that I had during that time that I wanted to share with you in case it helps you to be a little bit more badass in your day or inspire you to think about those difficult times a little bit more differently. One of the big badass lessons that I had was the realization that I just needed to release control. And what I mean by that is oftentimes when we are going through a really difficult time, we want to do, we want to have as many actions as possible to try to control a situation and turn it in the direction that we want it to go in. At that time, there were moments in which Lou was going through dozens of tests, seeing doctor after doctor after doctor, and we were coming up dry, not knowing what was wrong and not feeling like we were progressing in a forward manner. And there were moments in which I just, I knew, I knew that we were doing all of the right things, seeing all the right people, but it was only a matter of time until we would be able to get the answers and the results that we were looking for. These are the moments where it's super hard to keep my shit together and see him put on the hospital wristband and walk back with the nurse to the surgery room because um, I can't go with him. I have to wait in the waiting room. And I was Google searching to see how long it should take. And it was, um, Google says it should only take like 15 minutes to an hour. So when they tell me he's going to be back there for two to two and a half hours, and I get it, Shannon was super nice and she was telling me why, you know, so they have to put the IV in him. He has to rest afterwards and stuff. Really hard to focus and do anything while I'm waiting though. Trying to work because they do have Wi-Fi here. Like Lou talked about, it's not gonna be on our timetable. And I also needed to release control and literally just say a prayer and just have hope during that moment. And he talked a lot about hope and that's one of the things 
at least for me in 2020, such a hard year for everybody, that having that light at the end of the tunnel where you just know things will, they have to be better than what they are right now. There's just no other choice. And having that hope and just having that knowing in your heart is enough to release control and just let it go. Say a prayer and just hope for the best because you've done enough things to set the right actions in motion and there a, comes a point that you just gotta let go and you just have to hold hope. And so that was my badass moment in which I just didn't, I didn't need answers anymore. I just needed to keep going. And actually that's, that's the second piece, the keep going. And during this time, this four months is a really long time. And if those of you who don't know how much I travel, I have not been in one place for more than three weeks in over seven years. If you do the simple math on that, basically I travel a lot and I'm constantly on the move. And so during this time, I had to spend as much time as possible in South Florida, literally taking care of feeding, giving him water, dressing him, taking care of Lil, which there was nowhere else in the world I would rather have been. I wanted to be there. But there were also moments in which everything I was doing was going to go into a black hole if I didn't keep creating throughout this. And so there's two lessons kind of packed into this. My badass moments were, one, I just kept going. I kept going because even though we were going through a really tough time and I was giving myself, just like Lou was, we were giving ourselves a lot of grace and we were not doing as much as we normally do. The same time, in the same way, he was still going out and doing his private events, doing his, his weddings, he was still DJing at this time. I did not stop creating. I never stopped creating, I never stopped doing. And part of that, to be totally honest, helped me to feel like there was progress at least in one part of my life. In other words, going back to the original message, which was about you can't be in control of everything and you only you can decide how hard this time is going to be. I feel like it would be a harder time if both Lou was sick, I dropped everything and took care of him, and my life and my creator life came to a complete stop. And so examples of what that meant on my side and if you dig into my con into my content, you'll start to see like, oh, it makes sense, etc. Like I understand that she was going through a hard time during this time. I consistently still posted, for example, on Instagram every single day during this time, if not every other day. I never went dark or went quiet on my channels, but it did mean that on my YouTube travel channel, trips where I was expected to be gone for weeks at a time. I was supposed to be in Tulum, Mexico for a month and I shortened that trip to four days. It was the most intense four days. And if you watch my vlog, what it's like traveling on Holbosch Island, you'll see the intensity of that trip, which to be totally honest, a lot of my trips are that intense, but that one was upped just a little bit because I had such a short period of time to create. And if you go and look at how many videos I created out of those four days of travel, it's a lot. I have a ton of YouTube videos on Holbosch Island and Cancun from that trip because I never stopped working. I never stopped going. I never stopped moving forward because like, what are we supposed to do during these tough times, right? Sit and sulk 
on the couch about how miserable and how bad things are. And a lot of people ask me why, like, oh my gosh, like, how do you know how to have so much fun? Like, why are, why do you know how to, how to have such a good time? And it's like, to be honest, it's because I have seen and experienced the darkness to be able to appreciate the light. And I, in an old life, went through a really tough time with my divorce and both with that and with this moment in my life and so many others, I simply put on the, this is gonna be a shitty roller coaster seatbelt. And what I mean by that is I fully embraced that this was going to be a really tough time. And instead of fighting it, and instead of saying, wow, this hard time is so hard. Oh my gosh, it was really hard. But instead of like glorifying in that difficult time, instead I was like, yo, this is gonna be tough. Put on the seatbelt, it's gonna be a ride. Get the supplies you need, namely a couple boxes of Kleenex and several cases of wine and let's go. And that was just the mindset I had, which is why in my story with Lou, we talk about how we still had fun we still had laughter and we still had joy in this really really tough time and again it goes back to because only we can decide how difficult this time is going to be and so i chose to embrace the difficult the difficult time i chose to keep going i hope you hear this podcast you hear this episode it inspires you to think about those difficult times just a little bit more differently I feel like I am a badass at dealing with difficult things because instead of fighting it, I embrace it. I understand that the journey of life isn't always going to be rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. There are tough times. It's part of life. And when those tough times happen, if you can lean into it and just ride it out and be the best person for yourself that you can be at that time, giving yourself the grace you need having hope throughout the whole thing, knowing there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and knowing that you can only, only you can decide how difficult and how hard it's going to be on you. It will make those tough times feel a little bit easier, in my opinion, and it will also mean that when you have the awesome, amazing times, you can celebrate them a thousand times more than you could otherwise, because you can truly appreciate it. Oh. I'm your host, I'm Christine. This podcast is available both on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are available. If you enjoyed it, consider checking out the show notes, leave a review, it really helps us to get this distributed. And I will see you in the next adventure. Go forth, be a badass, and I'll see you soon. Ciao.